we're on to week seven of Ephesians. Yeah. Man, we've been we've been barreling through this. I know that yeah. uh, all the in, way to chapter three. It's true. It's it's crazy. <laughs> like in in other books and other studies we've done, we've, we would have been like deep, deep, right. deep. But we're you know in chapter three, and I think that that's a testament to how dense and how yes. qu- like quality driven yep. uh, the teaching of the book of Ephesians is. And Absolutely. so you know, being in uh, the book of Ephesians, I know that uh, you, uh, Christy, have had tons of you know experiences with women's ministry yeah. over the summer, starting different. Uh, studies and things like that. Yeah. So it's important to know that this is Christy Stevens. Yeah. Uh, she is our, our women's ministry director yeah. here at North Kent Chapel, and I'm Miles, the creative and production mm-hmm. director. And so um, in light of this too, I guess one of the things I've been asking different people as they kind of sit down and we talk about the book of yeah. Ephesians, how do you personally in your ministry, uh, specifically trying to meet women where they're at in right. our church, how does a book like Ephesians uh, have value in your place and space oh. of ministry? Man, Ephesians is huge. I mean, I literally over the years, several times with different specific individuals, we've just worked through Ephesians 1 through mm-hmm. 3 right? Um, as our discipleship outline, because so much of our sanctification is rooted in identity absolutely, and understanding who we are in Christ and that He has redefined us and mm-hmm. actually living in light of that changes everything. And so um, I think these chapters are just absolutely pivotal mm-hmm. to growing in Christ and understanding there is nothing else that will change us like being grounded in who Jesus is, what he has done, who we are because of him, what the Holy Spirit does mm-hmm. in our lives. Like it's kind of the core of everything. So yeah, yeah, we park in Ephesians quite a bit. Absolutely. And one of the things just to give you a little bit of praise as at, at Kerma, I know that you have like a strong passion, passion, not just to to just serve women, which is great on its on its face, but you also want to equip them with yeah. the tools to also look to Jesus and the Bible uh, to learn what is true and what is foundational for their life that they're living with Him. And so, in light of that, like I think that today's passage and yeah. you know this past week's message uh, definitely speaks strongly to that. And so, um, like you said, chapter three in Ephesians, uh, and we're uh, currently looking at verses fourteen through twenty-one. Uh, so let's just dive into that real quick. It says. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, for whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and that... To know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Awesome. And so... It's kind of crazy because as we, as I know, you spend a lot of time thinking about the angle, the topic, the way in which we, uh, you know, draw people to scripture yeah. to glean something more beneficial for our lives. What are some of your immediate thoughts just with this scripture mm. as a whole? Not even a question, just from your position of where you sit. How do you see this passage? Yeah, I love this section because you just hear Paul's heart of like. Literally, we get to like peek over his shoulder in his prayer journal. <laughs> I yeah. think about this passage yeah. of like. Um, what is he praying, you know, as he's written out these chapters to them so full of so much rich theology and that he's saying like, oh, you know, 
I'm bowing my knees before our Father and every family on earth. He's talked about Jews and Gentiles and our mm-hmm. identity, that according to the riches of His glory, He may grant you to be strengthened with power. Mm. You know, that it's like you hear this pleading of that Christ would dwell in you, that you would be rooted, that you mm-hmm. would be grounded, that you would have strength. And I love that He has says strength to comprehend with all the saints the breadth and length and height and depth and the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge um, and that they would be filled. So I I think about this even in terms of our posture of ministry, that exactly what you said mm-hmm. of our goal is not just that people, you know, would have nice, happy lives mm-hmm. and like get along. Right. Uh, and that's valuable. You know, but, it is. But but the goal of discipleship is like, oh, that you would be rooted and grounded mm-hmm. and that you would understand the magnitude of what he has done, that you would find your whole, you know, identity in him, that you would mature um, and that God is able mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. It's not Paul. And so you even hear that of like his full confidence is in God's ability to grow these people to maturity. Absolutely. Um, and he, that's not, you know, Paul's not owning that. No. It's that God would do that, that he would open their eyes, that he would help them see. Um, so that's what strikes yeah. me. I'm not even sure what your original question no, was. No, no, it's just what are a... some of your immediate takeaways? <laughs> and so like you've, you've definitely added uh, some fuel for the fire on this next point. So um, you, you've kind of taken, okay, what's our foundational yeah. uh, thought here? Our foundational thought is like, okay, not of our own strength yes. will we be able to find ourselves rooted in love. Right. But if we give God that credit, give God that platform to speak to ourselves and to right. others, we can we can get close. We can get there. Yes. Um, and so in that, like when Paul talks about being rooted in love, how can we maybe for our present day circumstance, mm-hmm. angle ourselves towards seeing, okay, it's both biblical cadences, getting mm-hmm. to the word often yeah. and knowledge of the word mm-hmm. that gets us there. How both, both from like a personal perspective, right. just as much as it is encouraging other people, how would you, you know, want to encourage people and yourself to get to that point of understanding? As far as growing in biblical knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think so often we tend to think of, you know, if I'm going to open my Bible and spend some time, I want it to feel like this was so life changing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, it's a long game. You know, yeah. this is growth. And so um, I recently saw an illustration where he, he had a pot of soil on the stage and he said, you know, so let's talk about growth. And if I'm going to plant some seeds, mm-hmm. and he was like, and I'm going to put these seeds in here and I'm going to put some water in it. And like, let's stand here and watch it. Nothing's happening. (laughs) Right. And he was like, what if I just threw this away? And was like, well, this didn't work. And that's often our approach to growing in scripture of like, well, I put this time in. Yeah. It hasn't transformed me. So I guess I'm done. I I didn't leave with this, you know, and so much of growing in our understanding of scripture and our knowledge of God is this very long, slow burn Mm -hmm. of, um, you know, nobody reads the book of Leviticus and is like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, I love this book. But if we spend time in that book, so currently in my own life, I've been reading back through the Bible. So I've been reading in Leviticus and Numbers and Deuteronomy. But at the same time, I've been going through Romans with someone. And the more you do that, we start to see this full picture. Absolutely. That right. when you sit in Romans and you sit in Ephesians at the same time as you sit in the law, mm-hmm. and you start thinking like, man, yeah. I am utterly powerless 
to do any of this. Yeah. And God knew it. Mm-hmm. And that is, again, why we need Jesus, why it's so transformational mm-hmm. that the power of sin and death is broken and that the Holy Spirit indwells me and enables me to walk with him. But that is not a quick, mm-hmm. that's a, a long, slow simmering in the scripture. And so um, I think even having that perspective of it's okay if you open the Bible and you read something and you're like, okay, yeah. I'm not exactly sure what to do with that. <laughs> right, you right. know, the book of Judges is real weird. And actually, most of the Bible, you'll read it and be like, huh. But the more we sit in it, the more we start to see the shape of the story mm-hmm. and who God is and what he's done. And the whole shape of this redemptive process, that's what starts to really set mm-hmm. us free. Absolutely. Where um, if we're just looking for like my three verses that I'm going to read in my quiet time to transform yes. me, it doesn't work like nah. that. It's going to be this long, slow shaping of my mind and shaping of my heart to see who God is and the shape of mm-hmm. his redemptive story, both in individuals and over history. Um, so I think, you know, just being patient and faithful just like if you garden and you're caring for those plants and it's going to be over years if you're talking about you know really transforming and and building up something it's it's a long game Mm -hmm. and um and god is very patient with us Mm -hmm. he's far more patient with us than we are with ourselves absolutely (laughs) yeah no and that's that's a like totally like holistic and robust answer to that question Mm -hmm. um you know, the analogy of like saying, you know, planting or, or doing any yeah. level of gardening and literally just trying to like stand there right. and watch like, it. Hurry up. Um, but, but it requires tending to. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the thing that's kind of crazy yep. is like you still come back to it to make sure we're doing the right yes. thing. Uh, even if the, the first weeks or sometimes depending on what you're harvesting months may not look super exciting. Yes. But, you know, one of the things I've always struggled with a little bit, so my generation of being like a millennial, just like mm-hmm. we're so interested in, in, in two things, image and impact. We want to yes. know that people see us correctly, uh, but we also want to make sure that what we're doing is worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the things that get kind of hung up in the in the wire of this conversation is like, like what you said before, it's not like every time I sit down to my Bible that I'm just going to yeah. have this amazing caption of what my life is yes. all of a sudden and everything is revolutionized. But mm-hmm. Jesus does that. Yes. But my perspective of the Bible and, and sitting with it in the long game, like you mm-hmm. put, is what's going to get me to that better yeah. situation. And it used to be kind of one of those things that a lot of people I went to college with and things like it was like every time they had a Bible study, they had to take a picture of it yeah. and almost spent more time talking about how they were going <laughs> to caption their the yeah. highlight of their Bible study more than the words yeah. of, of Scripture. And so I think that's where we get a little bit twisted here mm-hmm. is that the performance driven aspect of how we outwardly serve right. and how people see us uh, can sometimes like bleed its way into our life of being in the word of God and cadencing with and being with Jesus. And so, uh, you know, my agreement with you is Mm -hmm. just as much to give anybody an encouragement to just say, it's just like, get lost in what God has said. Yes. Um, Focus a lot less on the immediate, what am I going to get out of it? But focus almost in the fact that there's a story being told um, just as much as anything. And because like, I feel like it's easy to tell you that Mm -hmm. because you're a reader, like you like reading. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like somebody uh, that maybe isn't in that frame of mind and they want a quick take, a quick hit, it's not going to be that easy to sell them on that idea. But it is an encouragement to make. It's just like, try not to look at the Bible like 
you're ordering off a menu at a restaurant. Yes. Um, but, but yeah. And so if, if Paul speaks to, um, this passage, uh, relating to like supernatural power, right. I guess. And that's, that's one of the things too. So like scripture may not seem like it's that like exciting on its face. Yeah. Um, but you know, Paul isn't able to like draw people to be like necessarily like read your Bible, read your Bible, read yeah. your Bible. But what he is saying is being presently in an understanding of what God can do. Yes. And when you do understand it, great things can happen. What would you say as far as like the supernatural healing, generational, like like curse breaking and oh. all these things that can happen yeah. just by being yoked with God yeah. in his word? What do you, I mean, what's your take on that? Yeah. You know, the way he talks about power of yeah. that we would understand the, the love of Christ that, his, that surpasses knowledge, that we'd be filled with the fullness mm. of God and that he is able to do far more abundantly than we ask or think yeah. according to the power at work within us. You know, I think as Americans, we still really, really believe that if, as long as we understand all the right things mm -hmm. and we work really hard, <laughs> we can figure out yeah. pretty much anything. Yeah. And it's like deep in our DNA. Yeah. And what Paul is telling us here is it is not in our power, mm -hmm. but the Holy Spirit indwells us. And I, I've i become more and more convinced in recent years that we just don't actually believe this, mm. that there is a deep power of the Holy Spirit. The same power, Paul says, that raised Jesus from the dead right. lives in me. Mm -hmm. And so when he tells me that sin no longer Mm -hmm. enslaves me when he says that i am not captive from the by the law i am not a slave of sin mm -hmm. and fear and death but that the holy spirit indwells me that i actually have the power to choose to believe him to mm -hmm. choose to obey him not because of me mm -hmm. but because of the holy spirit and right. i i just think we don't actually believe that because um we we kind of think I think often of sanctification as just learning to do the right things right. more and more and more yeah. instead of learning to rely on the spirit more yes. and more and more in order to obey. And there is freedom in that, mm -hmm. that we find this deep freedom when we walk with the Lord in obedience. Right. Um, but it is not freedom if we try to do that through like legalistic mm -hmm. checking all the boxes, That's but right. that tends to be yeah. what we think of as like, Wow, what a godly person. Yeah. She really checks a lot of boxes. But that's easy in yes. comparison. Yes. Like, and so, yeah. And it that seems attainable because yeah. that feels like, well, I can just figure this out. Yeah. I'll just knuckle down and like work really hard instead of like, I need to realize that I'm dependent, mm -hmm. that I am need him mm -hmm. every hour I need the, like I actually, yes. yeah. that's a real hard thing to actually believe. Mm -hmm. um, but that at the same time, I'm dependent, I am unable on my own, but then at the same time, Paul is like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, mm -hmm. which I grew up in, you know, that was the verse you quoted before, like your volleyball game yeah. and when you were going to do something really hard at camp. And that's like, no, yeah. Paul is saying like, I've learned the secret of contentment. I've learned the yeah. secret of walking through trial of believing him. It's that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me that I'm not able to do it. Mm -hmm. He is. So, I mean, even back to that generational right. um, strongholds in our lives of like, that is back to Ephesians. That is what I once was, mm. but God, yeah, he's redefined me. He has 
called me his child. He has dressed me in the righteousness of Christ and Mm -hmm. empowered me with the same power that raised Christ from the dead. Like, that's the power that I I have within me, Mm -hmm. that I can choose to live in obedience. I can choose to live in freedom and not be a slave of these of fear and addiction and these things that are there, the more I understand and dwell in that place of like, no, I need the Holy Spirit to enable me to walk this out. And, um, you know, it's that freedom, you know, we're saved from the, from the penalty of sin. Yes. (laughs) Sanctification saves us from the power of sin over our lives increasingly Mm -hmm. more and more and more and more. It's breaking those things. It's not immediate. And then one day we will be saved from the presence of sin, but we're not there yet. And so all of us are still in this middle point of like, okay, Lord, today, help me to live in the freedom of your enabling power to Mm -hmm. choose to walk in this. And, um, yeah, that's a. I keep giving you real long roundabout answers. No, but. no, but all of that is valuable, and mm-hmm. I think that the arc is really obvious. Uh, what you're saying is that we've we've got a strong misunderstanding. Yeah, uh, and you you mentioned being cultural. Mm-hmm. Um, totally agree. I think sometimes like the analogy, you know, of a bear trap is kind of funny. Yeah. Like in in life, uh, all of us at one point or another, like we got our our foot caught in something right. that um, only God can really help us with. Yeah. We have no strength to to remove ourselves from that trap. But there's sometimes like we would rather take a saw and cut our leg off yes. than just be patient and, and trusting of the fact that the master's got it figured out right. and we just need to be like for a time just like say all right i don't got it you got it i yes. don't got it you got it and the constant agreements you can make internally like i don't got it mm-hmm. you got it is your process of like growing into sanctification yes. and if if we continue to believe that Life is painful. We've got to, you know, grit our teeth yep. and, and go. Um, which there are some things in life, uh, you know, uh, not everybody agrees with them. I totally understand. Uh, so Mark Batterson mm-hmm. uh, wrote The Circle Makers. It has kind of some things in there that are interesting, but we won't get into today. <laughs> uh, he said something. I'm sure it's not just him. He said, you know, um, uh, pray like it all depends on God and work like it all depends mm-hmm. on you. I feel like even though there's elements of that that I can get behind, right. what the heartbeat of that is, is some of what you're even saying right now is not always the most healthy thing when it comes to viewing how God can change us. Right. Um, you have to be very careful about what you attribute that that idea to, right. because a lot of times you're going to find yourself praying for God to do things half-heartedly, only to find yourself, you know, really yanking and pulling through um, some things in life without fully trusting in Him. Right. Um, and so, that being said, though, is that if you're talking about the idea of getting in God's word, mm-hmm. having a healthy cadence of getting with him right. and having him speak to you and speak to the ones around you to see fully both this spiritual power he has over sanctifying yeah. your life, the lives of others, uh, but also being rooted and grounded in love. What are some of like the hurdles that are obvious to getting there yeah. that you would want to encourage people with or things they can do to try and make it uh, easier to get to that yeah. in a way that's uh, considerate of the things you said today? Absolutely. So... You know, I think there's a lot of hurdles. Um, so I'll just, I'll speak specifically to moms, but this applies to everyone. <laughs> that yeah. I think there are different seasons of life where sometimes we start feeling like, okay, I've got a good rhythm. I've been in the scripture and something changes. And this is um, all the time for 
especially for moms. And, and we just live in this very seasonal world where, okay, you have to battle out learning how to have a quiet time as maybe a newlywed. And mm. then all of a sudden you have a baby <laughs> who's waking you up all night long and you're exhausted. It's a family and, of four. Like me not helping yeah. by any means by being not at the house all the time. I completely it understand where you're so coming hard. from for my wife. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe through that, you're like, okay, I've got this figured out do during their nap time. And then their nap time schedule <laughs> yeah. changes. And then, yeah. you know, it's just, that's just constant. Right. Um, same thing, whatever it is, there's always a time element. Mm -hmm. So there's that. I think there's always a, um, even where do I start? Mm -hmm. And so right. um, you can feel discouraged of like, well, okay, I'll, I'll pick up this devotional, and eh, I didn't really like this one. And so it's that, um, where that can feel discouraging. There's, there's lots of those hurdles, um, and a lot of them are very valid. Yeah. And I think my encouragement would be, number one, we have to believe it's worth it. Mm -hmm. It is so worth it. Right. And it, spending time in the scripture does not have to be um, an hour, you know, on an idyllic porch with like a candle and that's i think sometimes right. that's the instagram post is, scenario yeah yeah we have an instagram generation where like yeah. that's what we envision as being the ideal quiet time right and sometimes being in the scripture means an audio bible mm -hmm. just going in the car when you're sometimes it is i there's a mom of eight kids that has taught me a lot and she said my reading plan was i kept a Bible opened by my kitchen sink, and every time I went by the kitchen, I read a few verses, and I thought about it while I went through the house, and I come back, and I read a few verses, and she's like, and eventually, I made it all through the Bible, and I flipped back to Genesis, mm -hmm. and I just did it again. Yeah. And she did that for years and years and wow. years, That's homeschooling intense. eight kids. Yeah. And um, it can it you can find a rhythm that will work for you. Yeah. I've had moms tell me they read consistently in the carpool line mm -hmm. and they get there 20 to 30 minutes early. So they get their spot in the carpool mm -hmm. line and then yeah. they bring their Bible. I've had um, people tell me that, and same for me when I was working um, at a job outside my home that was not here, um, I would bring my Bible and have quiet time during lunch yeah. hour. And that was the most consistent time that nobody would interrupt me that I could, mm -hmm. you know, but finding those seams in your day um, where you can spend time with the Lord and it, will always feel like a sacrifice because it is, you know? Yeah. And usually it's that bit of time that is so precious because it's the only time that everybody leaves you alone. Right. And to offer that to the Lord as yeah. a sacrifice of like, this is my most precious mm -hmm. time and we give it to you. He honors that every time. Yeah. And so, um, but I, I try to encourage people, we've, we've got to not be legalistic about it of like, oh, yeah. this is not a set time frame. It doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be a half an hour. It doesn't have to be quiet. It doesn't have to, you know, mm -hmm. just to be faithful. And um, I really try to encourage people, especially because we live in a world where people don't sit down and read books yeah. like people used to. Yeah. Audio is completely <laughs> acceptable. In yeah. fact, yeah. for thousands of years, that is how people oral, heard yeah, the scripture exactly. was oral. Yeah. Even the early church, they didn't have the scrolls of the Old Testament mm -hmm. that they went to. That's why they were all the time yeah. um, meeting yeah. together in the temple courts, meeting because that's where the scrolls were. That's the, where they would hear the word of God read aloud. And so mm -hmm. don't feel like you have to have a print Bible, it, an audio Bible, 
is acceptable. And in fact, it is good. And I think we have a society that's more and more moving to, um, for many of us, we are podcast consumers. Sure, right. um, And to even give that to the Lord as like, instead of listening to an hour of podcast, I just want to find an audio Bible and start listening through it. That is worthwhile. It is so worthwhile. Um, Now, is there value in sitting down and deeply studying for an hour? Absolutely. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. But if you can't get that, Mm -hmm. please don't feel like it's less or not valuable to find these ways to be in the scripture consistently. Um, And it might be, if you've got young kids, it might be reading out loud to them, whatever Mm -hmm. you're reading. Yes. What a gift, like that you're exposing them to the scripture. Um, So whatever your challenges are, I, I really encourage people to think through both. What is your most prized time of the day and mm-hmm. what would it look like to give that to the lord as a right. sacrifice yeah. and for me sometimes it's like will i listen to the bible instead of a podcast while i'm folding laundry mm-hmm. because that's like a sanctuary for me to like put in my yeah. earbuds and go to the basement by myself um and that's a sacrifice to the lord sure yeah and he honors it and so think about where are those times that you can give him as a sacrifice and what might that look like in this season and it's okay if that shifts even two weeks from now, you might find yourself in a whole different yeah. season and battle. And then just reevaluate, Lord, help me to give you my first fruits. Like mm-hmm. I would, I think about it in terms first of fruits, that, of yeah. like, how do I bring you the best yeah. and the first? And that doesn't mean, for many of us, it might mean first thing in the morning, but for some stages of life, that is yeah. not going to work. Yeah. And so then people think, well, then it's less. It's not. Mm-hmm. You have a different season right. and a different yeah. best that you can offer him. Totally. And so, um, yeah, but yeah. just to to offer that to the Lord and help Him show you what it would look like to be faithful in that season. Yeah, and um, and don't be rigid about it and think like, "Well, I'm a failure because I don't right. have." No, you're not going to have the same rhythm as somebody in an entirely different life stage. You're just not. Yeah. And one day you might. Yeah, sure. But be faithful where you are right now. Yeah. And then twenty years from now, when it does look different, you've had twenty years of investment. Sure. Um, yeah. Where it is a deep rhythm, you've built up this familiarity yeah. with the scripture. Yeah. And all of that bears fruit. You know, it's like investing in a bank account. Absolutely. Those little deposits add up. Totally. And it will transform us if we're just faithful in the small things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, like, uh, so you, I mean, you said a ton of stuff that I like, totally want to, like, I, I'm not helping you. I just am enforcing exactly what you're saying because it's totally true. I think, uh, like, on its on its face, like, okay, what's a, an encouragement to get to the Word? The yeah. first thing, like, I'd say is just, like, okay, like, if God sent His Son to die yeah. for us, I mean, that was a heck of a lot of sacrifice yes. on its on. It's just the first thing there. But I think that the exchange in general, like, if yeah. we're to even just, like, lower the bar of awareness on what this is, He would just ask us at the base just to be interested yes. in what He said. Mm-hmm. Um and if we are, like, just as much as, you know, without, like, I'm trying to, like, deconstruct the idea of being regimented right. only because of the fact that I think so many people hang their hat on. I'm not going to do it if I can't do it in a yes. cadence in a certain way. Uh-huh. Um, but in the same way that, uh, you know, I would say, you know, you really need to just be interested. Mm-hmm. If we're interested in what he said, we're, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Um, but then that begs, like, the next thing. It's just like, if we're interested, we're going to get there. <laughs> I've like, I go back and forth sometimes. I'm just like, so my background being just generally in student ministry, I recognize how difficult it is to like 
understand what's going on in the Bible sometimes. Yes. Um, and that is where it's just like, even as a, a young adult, not even mm -hmm. a student, just like moving into life and maybe not having been centered around or lived around the yeah. Bible to not so know some of the Christianisms when I open this thing up. Yes how like what's the thing i could get to and i think that your your point about in the synagogues and the temple courts when we stand there and it was orally distributed yeah. what also was happening people were Discussing. together yeah. and so i don't think that it's any great coincidence mm -hmm. that the church today emphasizes community yes. and, and group efforts mm -hmm. as much as it does and i think that to kind of like yoke it all together it's just mm -hmm. like you mentioned a whole bunch of stuff about western culture individualism yep. you know bite down and, and get it done yep. But there is this idea of like, if your sole interest in getting in the Bible is on your own, yes, you're on a like you're beginning with a bit of a deficit, right? And it's maybe hard for you to understand and see that, yeah. Um, but that's where like it doesn't have to be. I only get in community because I'm interested yes. in studying the Bible. It's a if we truly believe in the idea of what church is, like it's a community mm -hmm. of believers on mission together yeah. and in experiencing God's word and in worship, even on a Sunday or independently in your homes, like you're eventually going to just run straight into exactly yeah. uh, what God would want for you, which is community and a communal approach yeah. of seeing his word yeah. uh, correctly. And I think that especially, I know that you would be an advocate for this too, especially like if you are new mm -hmm. to your spiritual walk and you're new to reading the Bible, yes. please don't do this like thing alone. Yes. It's not because I don't believe you can, because I totally right. think that you can, but it's just like the the meteoric impact of getting with somebody that, that knows the ropes a yes. little bit is just so valuable. And um, if you are new, I think sometimes people... I don't think people realize that if you walk into a Bible study or a study group of some kind here, I'm constantly having people kind of privately apologize to me of like, I oh, don't know this. Yeah, right. I like, feel like I should know this. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. The fact that you are learning, we are all learning. Yeah. Like we're all learning. Mm -hmm. And so please don't, I, I started, it's a joke in my Bible studies of like, if you start saying like, this is a stupid question, we're like, there's no stupid yeah, questions yeah, because sure. no, like we are all learning. And so if this is brand new to you, please don't be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Please don't be embarrassed. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. There is nothing I love like, ex like experiencing the scripture with someone who's never read it for yeah. the first time and having those like whoa moments yeah. with them of like yeah. i can't believe this is in the bible right. like it, god is so amazing right so if you are holding back because you feel like everyone knows a lot more than me that mm -hmm. that is a way that the enemy likes to keep us out of community yeah. where we're not here as like a group of scholars to discuss yeah. the minutia we're here as learners yeah. that's the base of discipleship yeah. but and so isn't that but you know it, you could look at that and just isolate it just to the person that feels that way yeah. i feel like there's also another lesson to be learned about um how do others represent yes. the idea of what they know about scripture how right. do they do these things and i think this can be like an easy thing where we just comb through stuff like the words when i talk to people about it, it's like it's the palatability of the gospel the gospel itself absolutely but filtered through my lips yeah. sometimes there is a trouble yeah. on how i give it to people and so i think when you know when paul says he wants to become all things to all people that he might win yeah. some the thing is is like do you not realize that that even the way we teach a bible study yes or we participate in one right uh equally as much as empowering or inhibiting yes. the people that are in the room yeah. and so just because we're all there doesn't mean we're all on the same page right um and so i think that's a thing to be conscientious of right. uh, at all times and in all spaces so yeah but yeah this 
this passage in general. I, I think mm-hmm. we could go on for days and Absolutely. just talk about different angles, whether it's personal stuff or things we've seen in ministry. And I just think that that speaks to the the power of what you said mm-hmm. about the value of Ephesians, yeah. uh, both for the church, but also in your your individual yeah. ministry. And so um, we might be on week seven, but if you can believe it, we still have five more weeks to go. Um, so, you know, I'm excited about it. And yeah. Christy, thank you so much for you know, just taking absolutely. some time to be able to talk Always it through. Always a joy. So. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll catch you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for hanging with us. Yep.